I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence, and I'm joined by Tom Steltzer, who is a cryptocurrency expert with the personal finance website finder.com. And you've put out some research, Tom, which shows a 558% rise in cryptocurrency investors in the UK since 2018. Obviously, people are getting into the idea of cryptocurrency, but there's something that worries me slightly, in fact, more than slightly, is that basically a fifth of potential or existing crypto investors say it seems like an easy way to make money. But surely if it's an easy way to make money, it's also an easy way to lose money. Should there be a wealth warning on cryptocurrency? It is something of a concern that, you know, traditionally when you have that kind of sentiment from in retail investors, it would suggest that, you know, cryptocurrency is either approaching a bubble or is in a bubble at the moment. You know, there's no such thing as a free lunch and anyone investing in cryptocurrency because they think it guarantees returns, he's probably investing for the wrong reasons. While it, you know, obviously Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies have probably been through a, a couple of these boom and bust cycles and they've always come back stronger, the risk is always there. And there's probably not a market, another market like it in terms of the volatility and just the risk of losing everything you invest. Okay, let's move on from the wealth warning. The other side of the coin, the Bitcoin and other coins, crypto, is that many people find it too complicated a subject to understand. Is it actually so complicated that people should throw up their hands in horror and walk away? And if it is, how do we make it simpler for them? I mean, I can understand the the concern that it is too complicated. I think there is a kind of a barrier to entry, I suppose, and that can potentially turn people off. They can find it intimidating. I think the potential value of cryptocurrency is something that can benefit probably everyone. And so it is important that people can, I suppose, learn more about it and you know, educate themselves on the matter. And I think that is it is a big issue facing the industry. I think it's been struggling for mainstream acceptance for years anyway, but it could definitely do a better job of, I suppose, improving just general education around the sector. In terms of solutions to that, I'm not I'm not too sure, unfortunately. Uh, I think it it kind of it needs to mature potentially as an asset first. I think people need to trust it more. You know, obviously the volatility in Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies can potentially turn people off that would otherwise be interested in it. But there are some people that some evangelists in the sector that do a really good job of, I suppose, spreading the word and explaining it. The idea itself is quite simple, but it's also quite a technical thing as well. And so just understanding how it can benefit people in day-to-day life is the is the big question. And that's the big thing I think that a lot of people in the industry need to address. Well, that's the issue with the retail investment. Obviously, it is something that is being looked at very closely by the authorities as well. A number of central banks are investigating digital currencies, and this is going to happen. This is going to become part of business. It is going to become something that people can and maybe should invest in or think about investing in in the future. And that also is is something I see from, from your survey that the most popular reason that people have either bought already or intend to buy cryptocurrency is that they believe it is going to be very influential in the future. First of all, is that something you would personally agree with? And if so, how is it going to become influential for the retail investor? Digital currencies will be a, a reality in future, whether you like it or not, and whether that is because it's adopted by governments or you're getting it through the, I suppose, the nascent kind of cryptocurrency sector. Um, I think there's potentially we could be in a situation where, you know, in 10, 15 years, a lot of our kind of the financial products and services that we use are actually underpinned by 
cryptocurrencies or by blockchain, but we don't really see that on the on the user side. Um, I know there are a lot of a lot of projects working on that kind of thing at the moment. I think the value for, of cryptocurrency projects in that regard is, you know, to battle things like hyperinflation, to bank the unbanked. You know, the applications of crypto have a lot of potential, and it is a, a matter of us kind of, I suppose, coming together and kind of understanding those benefits, and whether that is in coordination with governments or whether it is as in the private sector or in the kind of, I suppose, the libertarian sector of cryptocurrency that is kind of anti, you know, anti-corporate, anti-government. I think those sectors can work together well to really bring the benefits of cryptocurrency to everyone. One of the issues that cryptocurrency faces in terms of reaching that level of acceptance is the very volatility that we've already discussed, because it's all very well for us to see headlines about Starbucks or Pizza Hut or whoever saying that they're going to sell things in cryptocurrency. You know, you can buy a a coffee with a, a, a Bitcoin or a very small portion of a Bitcoin at the moment. But the price of the Bitcoin bounces around so much that I'm not attracted to the idea of buying a cup of coffee with it. Yeah, and that is one of the biggest things facing Bitcoin at the moment is that it's it's not really usable as a day-to-day currency. It's too expensive, it's too slow, and it's too volatile to ever function for the for the average person. There are a lot of cryptocurrency projects that are addressing that issue and trying to create a digital currency that can be used for everyday use, whether that's because they're pegged to true currencies, you know, whether that's going to be CBDCs, bank-issued digital currencies, things like that. There are potential solutions to that issue. But as it stands, Bitcoin itself is definitely not at that point and has, I think, kind of evolved into becoming a kind of a store of value asset more so than a currency. I've said this before to other people, Bitcoin behaves more like a volatile commodity than it does like a currency. Yeah, and I think that's spot on. Satoshi Nakamoto, the the founder of Bitcoin, always intended it to be a, a digital payment currency, but the realities of, of the network and how it operates and how the prices evolved over the last decade or so has effectively rendered it useless as a, a day-to-day currency. I think it does have a value as a store of value asset, like a digital gold, or like you said, as a, some kind of form of commodity. It's probably too volatile for a lot of investors to touch at the moment from, in that sense. But you know, potentially it could get to the stage where it matures enough in the next couple of years that it is seen as a, a worthwhile investment, obviously, with a couple of institutional investors jumping on board in the last year or two, obviously, the much publicized purchase of Bitcoin by Tesla and Square, Jack Dorsey's payment company. But it's definitely not there yet. Yeah, we've come back, in fact, to to the point that uh, we started on with your survey, seeing people saying it seemed like an easy way to make money, but it is still an easy way to lose money as well. This is not an investment for your grandmother. This is something that people should go into with their eyes wide open. And what does basically concern me is that they're not. Yeah, exactly. I think there is a tendency to want to jump on the bandwagon slightly without understanding the fundamentals. You know, no one that was, in, if you're investing in the stock market, no one would recommend you buying a stock that you have no idea about what the company does or anything like that. And I think the same principles apply for cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. If you can't explain what Bitcoin is, you probably shouldn't be investing in it. It's worth educating yourself on what what it actually is and its potential applications, and I think yeah, there is a there is a future for it definitely. Well, we are still at the very early stages of adoption of technology. Things have moved so so quickly in some areas, particularly in the last twelve months. Digital banking, for example, has taken off in a massive way, 
But that's fairly straightforward to understand compared to Bitcoin and blockchain and how distributed ledger technology is going to change everything in terms of the way people do business, in terms of the way people conduct their own finances. We haven't seen the end of this journey yet. No, definitely. And I think anyone that says they know where it ends up is, you know, is probably a liar. But I think there is a lot of a lot of promise here. It, it definitely has a future. I think it is at the moment just ironing out the kinks, ironing out the issues. I think we also just have a recency bias in general, especially for revolutionary financial technologies. And so, you know, in 10 years, we'll look back and it'll look, I suppose, that inevitable that it was always that digital currency was always going to become a thing because we're in the middle of it. I think we lack a bit of perspective. As you just mentioned, the financial world and fintech move so quickly anyway that things that we wouldn't have even imagined five years ago are now things we take for granted and use every single day. And I think potentially judging the cryptocurrency world by the kind of standards of the financial systems that have been around for hundreds of years um, is a bit, is slightly unfair. And I think they need time to mature, they need time to grow, and it's not there yet. And maybe it won't ever get there. But, you know, there's definitely some form of potential there, I think. Tom Stelzer of finder.com. Thank you very much indeed.